Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I am LJ. And I am Oatman. Talking this week about the new film Dark Phoenix, directed and written by Simon Kinberg, starring James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, and Sophie Turner as Jean Grey, a.k.a. The Phoenix. This movie actually, I don't know if you know this, Oatman, had... uh, Three working titles. First one was Dark Phoenix, but it also had a couple others. The second one was Charles Xavier, A Series of Dumbass Events. <laughs> the other one was I Can't Believe It's Not Captain Marvel. <laughs> this is, I don't even know what. So since the reboot of X-Men in X-Men First Class, which is the first good X-Men movie. Uh, any any rebuttal? I'm no? just going to let that nonsense okay. pass. After that, they give back to Brian Singer, who, they, which was a big mistake, and we had. But that's the thing. That's the. the I, I got confused. Not to interrupt you, but I didn't realize it was a reboot. Yeah. And the reason why I didn't think it was a reboot is because they mixed it with. Yeah, that's, and I think that's largely because they, Brian Singer came back. He's like, no, you're not rebooting this. I'm bringing back my people. Yeah, into they, the fold they mixed the two so with they, Days they, of Future Past, which I did not care for. Yeah, they, they, uh, I thought it was a pretty good movie, but I mean, they made it in the same timeline, just just a prequel. I thought it was more of a prequel than a reboot. And, and the re- only reason that's important is because, uh, spoiler alert, there's a, a death in here that I was like, well, that doesn't make sense because we see that character later in the other film. So how does that work? It doesn't. And that, so th- this is why I think the whole X-Men thing is a mess. Uh, yeah, because right. we had the last stand, which is X-Men 3. Yeah. Which Ryan Singer left to go do Superman Returns, everyone's favorite. Ugh, the worst. And they brought in, I think, who was that? Brett Ratner. They brought on board for that one. And it's a mess, and they tried to force in the Dark Phoenix saga into that movie. So we've seen the Dark Phoenix stuff before. Yeah, which is confusing. Of course, it's all a mess. And so then we got a, a, you could call it a prequel. It looked more like a reboot to me with First Class. It seemed much needed, and it was a a breath of fresh air for me. And then we brought Brian Singer back for a mess of a film that uh, I'm in the minority, I guess, on Days of Future Past. But I think everyone uh, came around to my my view a little bit more with Apocalypse, although I refuse to see it. That was a bad movie. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Brian it, Singer did it, that it, one as well. And I'm, I think they they hinted at Phoenix again, I'm told, in that one, yeah, where she does the whole Phoenix thing at the end somewhere. Yeah, it, it can't be a reboot. I mean, if they want to reboot it, then they need to go and do a clean reboot, but it can't be a reboot if you've mixed the two. It just makes no sense. I think it was intended to be a reboot, and, now it, and once Brian Singer came back, he put the nicks on that. Yeah, but even if, like, to me, the fact that they did it as a prequel still doesn't make it a reboot to me. You know, to me, a reboot would be to actually go from the period that we're used to and then bring in new characters, bring in a new... Wolverine bringing a new Professor X or whatever, but that's not what they did. They just did what was essentially a prequel, and then on top of that, you, then you mix the two. Then that's well, not a- the 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 reason it, it doesn't work as as a as a prequel is because there are characters in that film that we do encounter later that don't fit in this in the universe in the same way. Like like who? Uh, I'd have to go back and rewatch it now, but there were there were a handful of characters that don't mesh with the original. Films And even when Brian Singer took back over, the introduction of Jean Grey again is no longer anything like the one we had encountered in X-Men 3. 
So he's picking and choosing what counts as canon as well. It's just a it's all so piecemeal and mishmash. There's no way to look at any of these films and say, okay, here's the timeline. There isn't one. And and what's mm-hmm. canonical? What counts? It none of it makes any sense. It, and to go down this this road is folly. But none of it will really matter because this would probably be the last X Men movie with Fox anyway. Because Marvel has bought all those properties finally from Fox. They own all that stuff. Well, so Marvel's going to reboot it anyway. Well, they've really damaged it for me. I mean, it was it was so ridiculous. I was like, this makes no sense. It doesn't. You're right. And, uh, and they need to, they, they actually need a reboot at some point, maybe 10 years from now. They need to just go. I got bad news. What? Look forward to a new X-Men film in two years. I would with bet who? you. With what? Marvel's going to do it. Yeah, but with, with what characters? Oh, none there? of these. It, it'll be a reboot. This will be... X-Men will be folded into the Marvel Universe proper. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a mess. I, I, I find, you know, usually that type of stuff doesn't bother me so much, but I found a lot of the turns here distracting. A lot of the stuff that just makes sense. I didn't know what the time frame was. It's the 90s. Yeah, just but that doesn't make any sense from the I mean, just Of course no, not. Yeah, none, of, <laughs> none of it makes sense, and, and I don't know. I just found it very distracting. It's know. not a great film. Here's what it is. It's here are the action beats we want. We want characters to do certain things, and we aren't going to worry so much about why it happens. The reasons the fights happen here are ludicrous. The reasons for the turns, the changes of heart, the motivations are all nonsense. Yeah, like the whole the whole thing of there's a line here that's so preposterous that it it, it literally stopped me and, and ejected me from the film where where somebody stops and says, you know, we thought we were protecting you from the outside, but really, to, and this director to Professor X, we should have been protecting them from you. Um, what? Yeah, that makes no sense. I mean, yeah. Okay, you didn't you didn't tell our piece of information. A questionable call, but stop it. I mean, what, what are we talking about? Yeah. He, he, so <laughs> so generally, let's say the movie's not good. It's got a lot of problems. I I I don't hate it as much as I've hated other X Men films, but this one is is a mess. Yeah, I don't hate it. I just think it's um it's sloppy, real sloppy, and yeah. doesn't fit. I mean, to me. With some of these Marvel movies, if you pull, you can play around with the threads that, that stitch it all together. But if you pull at some of the threads, it just doesn't work anymore. And, yeah. and, and this one, I, it makes no sense to me. I literally was sitting there saying, I got to talk to LJ because I don't understand what the hell is happening. This makes no sense. So let's jump into spoilers here. Warning. So the Charles Xavier, there, there's a classic line from an old comic book. You know, Charles Xavier is a jerk. Kitty Pride says that at one point. And yeah, Charles Xavier is vacillated in the comics between being a good guy and a bad guy and making ethically dubious decisions. And he certainly made one here, although it's one he's made before in previous X-Men movies. I mean, is it that dubious? I mean, it was a, it was a bad call, I think. Yeah. But I mean, is it that dubious? I mean, well, really? changing, basically blocking out somebody's memory is gross, especially one that, yeah, is a bummer, but... The the idea that she needs to be protected from the notion that her father didn't want her. No, no, I, I agree. It's a bad call, but I'm just saying to take bad call to all of a sudden, he's an evil we need to protect ourselves from. I'm like, yeah. oh, stop it. I mean, he's he's a bit of a guy with some control issues. No, I gotcha. Gotcha. But I mean, yeah. how that turns to, you know, oh, we should have been protecting them from you. What? What are you talking about? Yeah. The world was trying to murder you a few movies ago. They were trying to put you in internment camps and murder you yeah. like Nazis or something. Okay. Uh, he's got some daddy issues, but calm down. I mean, is it that 
make a, a deal. And oh, by the way, he, he didn't exactly keep anything away from you. The guy's a piece of crap. The father didn't want you. What, what is he really taking away from you? I mean, really, stop it. Yeah, Raven here. Uh, what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence. You know, I, I just get the sense she wants out of this yeah. franchise. Yeah, I mean, like even 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 before that happens, and she's talking, and she's like, uh, you know, what are you kissing up to the president for, and what is this all for? You know what it's for? They were hunting you to murder you. Yeah, and he's is... trying to not get you murdered. Now it's okay to have a good debate about how that should look sure. and how we should engage in that. But to turn that into some kind of, Oh, he's a self-serving evil guy. No, he's trying to keep you not murdered. Yeah. It's bad writing. It's, yeah. we need these plot points to happen. Yeah. And we're going to jam these square pieces through this circular hole come what may. And uh, it, yeah, it's a mess. It doesn't follow. Yeah, and Hank is like, I know I made the mistake. I am the one that convinced her to stay. Not really. <laughs> yeah, not really. You really didn't, kind of. I mean, you, you made a poor argument. Yeah. You, you tried. <laughs> yeah, you tried, but she didn't really force her to do it. I mean, it, it, she stayed an extra day. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> it, just, it, was, it just felt... Uh, it's like you said, it felt like, it felt like a forced beat. It's like it's not Xavier's fault she got... I mean, first of all, the, all right. So the first beat of this thing where I know I'm in bad hands is, okay, we got everybody except for one dude. All right. How much time do we have? One minute. All right. Let's take 30 seconds thinking about this and then we'll do it because you know what? We got almost everybody except one. That's an acceptable loss in this situation. You're going to risk everybody's life for one person because script said so. Yeah. Right, right off the bat, I knew we were in trouble. Yeah, it's 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 kind of shaky. I agree. I was like, yeah, tough breaks, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? We we this is a miracle. We're even up here. It's a miracle yeah. we got as many as we did. We we were literally a little while ago. We were literally debating if it's possible. Yeah, to take the thing there. So let's ca- let's, let's count our chickens and, and go <laughs> let's go and get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, so I, we're we're in trouble right there. It's just smart people behaving stupidly because we need dumb things to happen. I agree, and I and I was like, oh, that's weird. And that happens over and over and over again. And and the real sad part about it is, and this I say this a lot, is that it's such talented people in the film. There's yeah. some really good actors here that are stuck in a really weird script. They're just 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 weird. And I'm watching Michael Fassbender up there, and I'm just like, boy. You know, I remember you in first class and how kind of, you know, kind of great you were in that Mm -hmm. and conflicted, but understandable your motivations and the way you walked that line. But you were never stupid. Like there's a scene. He was never stupid like this. Yeah. He's like, as soon as like, hey, I'm going to go murder the fiend. Well, wait a minute. Are you out of your mind? Wait a minute. Have you seen what she's doing? What do you mean? You're just going to go murder her. You couldn't stop her before. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? You're just going to go murder. And you're going to do it like, like a, like you're just going to walk up to the front door. (laughs) Yeah. And he's standing in front of her like. In public? Like this is your plan? Makes no sense. And then there, for some reason, there are these aliens thrown in here. And I don't yeah. know what the hell that's about or how they fit in the universe. It's just these weird alien things. I, I think it's just take, you know, the comics in the original story, which is a, just a kind of a meandering mess. People go back and think that that stuff was amazing. It's kind of weird and all over the place and involves a whole lot of crazy stuff. But one of the things that happened was she gets this, she turns into, she's Phoenix first and then she turns into Dark Phoenix, goes crazy. And she goes out into some star system and destroys the sun 
their their star there, which obliterates an entire system of which was this alien race. Ah. So in the comics, she actually murdered, uh, committed genocide ah. upon the race that we see in this movie. Which makes more sense. Yeah. But, the, the again, the rules here are fuzzy. Yeah, like, that was the thing. See, now that makes a lot more sense. But they never really give me a sense of the, the rules of what these people, what kills them, yeah, what the doesn't I, kill the them. Idea, yeah, we have no idea. It, apparently, like, uh, spent uranium can really do a number on them, I guess. But uh, I guess the Phoenix Force, whatever it is, destroyed their planet, I guess. And uh. in, in this movie, and now they're trying to, for some reason... They think they can harness this power for themselves to recreate life somehow, recreate their planet, which they could do anywhere, but they're going to do it on Earth because reasons. Yeah, it makes no sense. And then they're already on Earth. And I don't. But if they could, yeah, they were already there waiting for what? What? Yeah, I, I just I didn't get the whole deal. It was just so weird. Are they capable of even harnessing this power? Is It seemed like Jean Grey was the only one capable of doing it, but apparently exactly. they can too, so it doesn't really matter. Why wouldn't they just, you know, it's just a mess. And then there's a part where I think that the the, the one lady, uh, Chastain, gets half of the power or something or yeah. part of the power. Yep. And it's just, I, I just, I couldn't follow it. It was just a mess. I mean, I was like, this is a mess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, this is the film that LJ always says the next men film is. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I did not see Apocalypse. Um, well, I that was bad. I don't want to. But Apocalypse was bad in a different way. Apocalypse was bad because it was just boring. Apocalypse was just lazy. It wasn't even a mess. It was just lazy. Mm. It was just the villain was awful. You know what's crazy to me? I just learned that Oscar Isaacs plays yeah, Apocalypse. He's, he's in awful. That. He's awful. I could not believe he's he awful. was in that. He's awful. That was incredible to me. Makes no sense. The villain is is one of the worst villains I've seen in a superhero movie. Mm. We'll have no interest in in the villain. And no. you've seen Green Goblin. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Topher Grace is Venom. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, the the film. It's a and apparently they had to reshoot large chunks of the end or the entire ending sequence because uh-huh. they decided it was too clip. The movie's already has a lot of the same beats that Captain Marvel did. I just don't understand. But the, apparently, the whole ending they reshot because it was even closer to Captain Marvel than this was. I just don't understand with the amount of stories that are available in comic books and having already dipped into this bucket, this this Gene Gray bucket. I mean, why make the film? I don't. I don't get what the motivation was <laughs> to make it. Like we've already dipped in this bucket. Even even if you say to yourself, "Hey, I don't like the way they did the Dark Phoenix. They incorporated it into to another story. I would like to have seen it as a standalone mm-hmm. story." I get it, but but at a certain point, it's been done. Why not just say, you know what? Let's pass on this and let's tell another story. Like it just it made no sense. I, th- I thought the other way that they did it made more sense than this one. My introduction to the whole Dark Phoenix saga was actually the 90s cartoon series. And there's a scene that they, in that, that they did in the third X-Men movie, uh, which is Jean Grey gets a moment of clarity. And she asks, like, Wolverine's right there. And she's like, you got to kill me. Kill me while you still can. I can feel it coming back. Kill me. And and Wolverine can't do it. Although I think in the third movie, he actually does it. Yeah, there's a great Um, scene where he's coming towards her. And he's both disintegrating and regenerating. Yeah. I thought that was wonderful. That is nice. I did like that. Yeah, it's a wonderful visual. There's no moment like that in this. Well, we're we're stuck with Cyclops, who is the worst. And he's played by... uh, Ready Player One kid, who is well, he, 
you boring know, he, incarnate. He's just disposable. Like there's yes. nothing. Cyclops is tough to do. Just, I, I'll grant you that he's a tough character <laughs> to, no, but to other, make interesting. No, the other ones are okay. At least they gave. Yeah. Him, at least they gave him a little bit of that. At least they gave him a partnership. So in the other films, he is at least partners with Wolverine. And, and I'm sure, a, and you got right, like a buddy a little, cop kind of thing. It gets a little old, but yeah. at least that rivalry of I'm the good guy. She's kind of looking at the bad boy, and I'm jealous of this guy. And there's a back and forth. There's a, there's there is a motivation for what he does uh, behind I am a lovesick puppy. There there's some stuff going on there. But this one, this guy was just a nothing. It was like a nothing on screen. Yeah, it's like they dressed up a mannequin on screen and put some goggles on it. I mean, but to be fair, Jean Grey is not much either. That's true. Uh, she, she's she's not exactly. Uh, She's not exactly uh, illuminating in this. Yeah, other than we got some attractive people on the screen, there's no real reason to follow anybody. I agree. In this thing, personality is lacking. Well, I like the guy. I like the kid who plays uh, the Beast. I think is good. I thought the Knight. Though he has a turn that's absurd, but yeah. Well, yeah, he, he has a couple turns yeah, that yeah. are absurd, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just, don't, don't cheat him. But yeah, that's, uh, that's more the script than I, him. Yeah, I like the Nightcrawler guy, kid. He's he was, always, I've always liked Nightcrawler. Yeah, you know, he was great too. in X-Men. I love his opening scene in X-Men 2. Yeah. was dope, and he, he's good here. He's good here. Although but, he has a weird moment with, like, like, there's a guy who's like, hey, you know, my kid was a, used to be a fan. And then for some reason we're supposed to – like he's suddenly very concerned about the fate of that one guy who yeah. said his kid used to be a fan. And when that kid that guy buys it, Nightcrawler loses his mind. Oh, yeah. He's really into this dude. He's like, like, what? Whoa. What what is, what is, <laughs> okay. And the, and the person who's playing the young Halle Berry, again, a nothing. Yeah. I mean, she just registers nothing on the screen. There's nothing on the page. Yeah, it's just, it's just nothing. Like even I mean, the what dialogue, do you do with the script? I it's mean, like the dialogue is like a, a voice coming out of nowhere. Nothing. Yeah, it's uh, it's not uh, it's not good. The, the villain's bad. At least you know, look back. But I, at least with Fastminder, like Fastminder, this entire film, right, is giving absurd dialogue. It's just, yeah, it's it's absurd. Yeah, I mean, he is he is given nothing to work with, but the actor himself actually creates some moments that yeah. are interesting like when he when he stops that helicopter from flying away and he's having a moment there where he's trying to save these people fastbound is a great actor i mm-hmm. mean he's not a good one he's a great one yeah and he he can he can almost bring a little something that's not in the script you know he has a presence or whatever but but some of these other actors they're clearly not good enough to rise above a bad script yeah. and it's just like it's like oh man i'm like man this is probably the worst X-Men movie I've ever seen. <laughs> worse than worse. I, I can't. What's worse than this? I didn't see Apocalypse. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That, wait a minute. Let me, let me rephrase. <laughs> <laughs> Apocalypse. That was pretty bad. Oof. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, do you yeah. count? Uh, I didn't see. I also did not see the Wolverine Origins movie. Those were okay. The only thing. The first one. The only thing was some uh, the of the second. The two and three I, I enjoy for different reasons. but S- Some of those were. At points, meandering and a bit self-serving. Like to me, they give you a way heavy dose of the Eastern philosophy. And, and those were the books that I didn't like all that much as an X-Men comic book reader, the whole uh, Wolverine and Samurai thing. That just, started with two, though. The first one I couldn't even get through. Yeah, some of that stuff was great, and I mean and, that one was with the uh, yeah um, where we get to Deadpool at the end. Yeah, well, which was awful. Which was, I hear was awful. Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, at least well, here's the thing with that though. At least 
at the time, I didn't realize how awful it was <laughs> yeah. because I wasn't versed enough with Deadpool to know how awful yeah, yeah. what they were doing to that character was. It just sort of washed over me. And then I remember pulling, you know, reading about it online and hearing this outrage. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't, <laughs> I mean, people were just like enraged. Yeah. And it was only later that I became retroactively angry at that film. Like, what the hell were you doing? It'll be interesting to see what Marvel does with Deadpool now, because those movies are successful. And good. And uh, and now that we're going, they're, How they're did they allow to... him to come back to play it again, though? Because the whole Fox X-Men thing's a mess. I mean, it's that, a that mess. performance is so bad. Yeah. How was he allowed to come back and actually? I don't know. I mean, it's so awful. But I imagine if you get enough people saying, look, we can do this right. You know, give him credit. The first one, they did it pretty yeah, right. They did. They did. But this film, oh, Dark Phoenix, we got. So you asked, how does this get made? Why do we tell this story? I can see why. Given the history. Why? Of reboot, like we can do Deadpool again. Just that idea. We can do. De- no, you screwed it up. You you've burned that bridge. We can do Dark Phoenix again. And guess what? We got Sophie Turner, who's hot right now. We got the Game of Thrones going on, and that's super hot. We're gonna lose the license anyway. We're selling all this stuff off to Marvel. Let's just go out with a bang. Let's do the story we wanted to tell the first time. I guess. And this guy was one of the screenwriters on that third movie. Okay. The Last Stand. He, he's been a writer on several X-Men films since then as yeah, well. I, I guess. I, I, I think. But I imagine he's thinking, you know what? I got it. We can do it right next time. We can do it right next time. We got Sophie Turner. Well, we can do th- this. Here's the thing. I liked the third movie. I, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I could understand how somebody who really was into that story may have felt like it got short shrift mm-hmm. and didn't get to highlight. But I thought the movie itself was a pretty solid movie. As a guy who didn't like the other Brian Singer X-Men movies, the third one was not much of a disappointment to me. <laughs> I will say that. Like, people will say, this is an outrage. I can't believe you got to bring Singer back. I and, mean, you know, be careful what you wish for on that one. But... Yeah, I'd, I would agree with you that is it as bad as everybody? It's like it's an it's an abysmal film. It's a clear. I'm like, is yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed a lot of it. I mean, it wasn't as good as some of the others, but I thought it was a solid film. I just want, and I still want to understand why would what was just the thought process about ki- killing the Raven character? What is the thought process? I think there? Jim Florence wanted out, man. I really think that's well, it. Well, like, you could replace her. I mean, she's wearing blue makeup for Christ's sakes. Yeah, I replace guess. her. I mean. If there's a role where you can replace people, it's that one. I suppose. I mean, how many people have played the role now? What, three? Just, isn't it just two? I think two or three, yeah. Cause Who's I know, the third? Because I know, uh, what's his name? Romaine's Romaine Rebecca. played once, right? Yeah, she was the is first one. First one. Is there another one, or is that? I don't think so. Okay, well, anyway. There was a brief moment in, I think, first class where where she uh, she morphs into older version of herself, and it's Romaine yeah. Re- Rebecca Romain for a yes. second. She's like, "Oh, am I too young for you?" And she morphs into yeah. But that's a that's a role. You, it's easy to replace her. Easy, let her out. Or another we could stop making these. <laughs> no, make them. Just make them good. The characters are great. I just did. I, it was just. Uh, it was deeply disappointing. Yeah, it's the most disappointed I've been since maybe maybe Glass. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, glass was worse. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, glass was worse. Okay, glass was worse than this. I, I, yeah, glass yeah. Was I mean, Unbreakable is such a yeah, glass seminal worse. film for me. Yeah, it, it would have to be more disappointing. Than yeah, this. it was. It was. It was a worse movie too. 
Glass was awful. This wasn't boring. It's just a mess. Yeah. Glass was boring. I mean, at least at least this film has I mean, uh, when I saw when you see Michael Fassbender on the screen, it's like, oh, okay. You know, I, I would have little flashbacks to, okay, well, there's moments here that yeah. are the sequel to First Class I wanted in some ways that I never really got because Brian Singer took over again. But uh, they're flashes. They, they do not last. Yeah, there's some, there, there's, some, there's some scenes that are here. And, oh, yeah, and there's a weird thing where at the end, uh, Professor X retires. I'm like, what? what, what? But yet he's, yeah. he's in the earlier ones. The later ones, he's... Dude, quit trying yeah. to reconcile the Sorry. timeline. It's not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work. It's just the stupidest thing ever. I just uh, it was just very confusing and annoying. Yeah, it's a mess. And there are a few moments where I forgot. Oh, right, this is the nineties because it doesn't really look like the nineties. It, it doesn't. But every now and then you see like an old CRT TV. You're like, what's up with that? T- oh, right, it's, it's the nineties. Uh, there's Britney Spears. Like, <laughs> uh, what's up with these? Old, why does this bar have such an old TV? Oh, right, right, right. um, yeah. What's Jessica Chastain doing? I don't know. How did this happen? And she's not very good here. Uh, well, I mean, how could you be? Well, it's like I don't know what you do with that. I guess. I mean, it's, it's a miserable character. It really is. No. She's a mustache twirl. I mean, you look back at at Captain Marvel, which had a similar kind of alien menace in a way. You know, these these aliens who were morphing and changing oh, no, shape. They, those were way. That's worse. what. That's yeah. my point. You look back yeah. at Captain Marvel, and they at least halfway through turned oh. those characters into characters. No, like the, the head, we'll see, the we head. argued. I think we argued about this. I think they're characters even before then. I I, I think they're interesting. A little bit, then. yeah. You know, they're at least got some. Some wink to them. But the main guy, especially. Yeah. Yeah, the the Jessica Chastain of that movie yeah. is a character in a, in a, in a Joss Whedon-y kind of way, which yep. we talked about before. Absolutely. So there's something to him. There's nothing to this character. Nothing. Nothing, nothing on there's, the page. There's no turn. There's no nothing interesting. It's uh, just a... It's, just a, it's uh, what I call a mustache twirler. <laughs> I'm evil because I'm evil. Yeah. Uh, motivations are unclear. Yeah, the reasoning's just, unclear. What just, they want, what they're capable of. Just, just boring. Just boring, boring, and boring. The, and it's ridiculous. She's running around in high heels. <laughs> <laughs> every time I, every time Chastain comes on the screen, my, my heart sinks because I think she might actually talk. And every time she opens her mouth, the film screeches to a halt. Yeah, she was. It was when she, when she was human. Like when we first see her, it's like, oh, oh, okay. But it's like, it's like they put a, an anti charisma machine on her. <laughs> like when she gets taken over, like that's when the, it's like they intentionally took a human character and took out all the personality, and that's what we get for the rest of the movie. It's like that's a choice. That is a choice. Oh, and you know what? I'm a little tired of train sequences. By the way, enough. You know what else I'm tired of? Enough. People with powers causing a car crash that kills their parents. Oh yeah, that, that I is, am done with that. Yeah, really. If that, I see another one of those, yeah, I we, swear we, we can we can get rid of that one. For oh, I couldn't believe we were doing another one. Oh yeah, I couldn't believe it. Started it right off. Oh, oh, what are we doing? Okay, so disappointing. Don't see it. Yeah, don't go see it. There's no it's reason. A mess. All right, everybody. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> Check us out on the Apple App Store, the, uh, what do you call it, the Apple Podcasts, the Google Plays, the Spotify's, our website, disagreepodcast.com, and drop us a review. Tell an enemy about the show, everybody. Help us grow this thing. And with that, we talk at you next week. Everybody, bye. Peace and chicken peace. Peace.